0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Westworld Theory Cast. My name is Axel. You can find us on Twitter at WestworldDVR. You can find us on Facebook, Westworld Theory Cast Group. We have like ninety-eight members, so we're almost to hundred. So be the hundredth member, and you'll get a surprise of me saying you're the hundredth member. Um, we also have email, WestworldDVR at gmail That DVR is there because we are part of the DVR Podcasting Network we 're going to be continuing this podcasting thing um, i don't we 're not sure really what 's up next. It might be a little break, and then the leftovers we 're definitely doing then we 're back for Game of Thrones but uh, i 'm also thinking of doing like um, hopefully Heath and I and Tim and whoever else wants to be involved in this do like kind of a weekly TV rewind, just talk about what we 've seen so i don 't know I, if you have ideas for us, you know send us an email. And maybe, um, maybe there's a show out there that is coming back up. And maybe we'll pick that up and start talking about it. But um, tonight we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 9, The Well-Tempered Clavier. Or Clavier. I don't know how to pronounce that correctly. Um, which was the penultimate episode in Westworld Season 1. This coming Sunday will be the 90-minute finale. That's right. 90 minutes. So our podcast will have to be about eight hours long to accommodate that. Well, we're going to do a couple podcasts. We're going to, uh, who knows? I've been thinking about doing an open call reaction to the finale, but I'm not sure yet. Maybe do it on talk shoe or something. Uh, I know, um, I think Heath is coming back. I'm sure Tim will be back. Um, My friend Arif, who I've spoken of before, Afu, uh, we have talked about doing a podcast where we talk more about the themes and symbolism and philosophy behind Westworld, just kind of limit it more to that. Um, But we'll see. But anyway, uh, I go on and on. Thanks for listening. iTunes reviews. I did want to bring this up. We got like 28 reviews. That's fantastic. If you're listening to the show. Give us an iTunes review. It's weird on your iPhone. You have to search the podcast. Hit that little search button down on the right. Westworld Theorycast. Then it comes up. Then you hit reviews. Then you hit post a review. I want to try to get to like 50 because then we're going to go dark until the show gets back. You know, we might do an episode here or there if there's some kind of news or something to talk about. Special features on a Blu-ray. But this helps us when we get back into it. We'll have a good amount of reviews. Maybe iTunes or feature us, you know, we can get more things going on. Uh, so there's that. Thank you everyone who has already given us a review and we appreciate you just listening. We have a special guest this evening. DJ Tim Hines is with us of course, but we also have Kim is with us. I put a message on Facebook said anybody want to come on the podcast? She said, I got a mic. I'm ready to go. I said, let's do it. Kim, how are you doing?
1: I am doing very well. Thank you for having me on.
0: No problemo. So let me ask you, how did you find out about our podcast and Facebook group and all that kind of junk?
1: Well, actually, uh, I was on the Westworld train a little late. I think I got into it about episode five. Um, and then I immediately like any podcast nerd just got on iTunes, started checking out podcasts and, um, What I really liked about your podcast is you guys got into the theory. And of course, I like recap podcasts and all, but I just really liked that you delved into the theory mainly. And then, of course, I started searching Facebook and found the group, and that's how I got here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yes. See, look at that. It's just natural stuff. It wasn't even... You're like the first person ever that didn't say, oh, I heard you on Lost. I heard you on Small Council. I love that even so much later, We've we've been in this game for like near ten years and still, you know, we do a new podcast and new people um can come in. So that's awesome. So all right, let, let's jump right into it. Oh, I didn't even let DJ Tim Hines say hello. What up, DJ?
2: Aloha. Howdy everybody. Uh that's it. Howdy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So let's jump right in. Um what we're gonna do tonight is we're gonna do like three each round robin of theories and thoughts. And uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dive right into it. Now I've been listening to a lot of podcasts this week. I've heard some people go back and forth on this. Um, there was a great um, talk about this that I heard on uh, Shad on TV, who are kind of the new guys on the block taking it over. I like that podcast. Um, I can't remember which dude it was that was talking about it, but. Um, I had uh, tweeted at them too and some other people had asked what's with the, the whole scene where Maeve is engulfed in fire with Hector. They're making love. She kicks the thing over and a lot of people are saying, why are they burning in a fire? Why, wh- why is that the way to go? And then I heard people arguing, well, did she turn up his pain threshold and all this? I just want to settle this. I think it is 100% Because she needs a total rebuild. She's got to get that C4 explosive out of her C6 vertebrae. And the only way to necessitate a total rebuild, basically taking out her positronic brain, putting it into some new body, which I would think would look like her, um, is to do that. You have to burn the whole body up. So that's what'll be left. Um, And... She'll be able to get, she's probably already run some kind of program when she was in the lab to make sure that they build her without the bomb and maybe Hector too. Maybe all a bunch of new ones will be built without the bomb. But I just wanted to bring that up. What do you think about that, Kim?
1: Actually, uh, I was actually listening to the same podcast and was kind of yelling that at the, I love that podcast too, but I was just, there was a few podcasts that were just wondering, wouldn't there be a less painful way to go? And I was just thinking, oh, my goodness, it's because of this. So I'm glad you brought that up. Cool. You know, another point I had with Maeve that, um, is kind of a deviation from that, but I wanted to bring that up since we were talking about Maeve, is that um, I'm thinking with her, her storyline, um, how... Now, I'm trying to figure out with our timelines, because we now have the confirmation that we are in different timelines, that now... I don't see her at all at the beginning of the timelines where William exists. Um, however, I've seen her exist where uh, him, like, well, Clementine actually is around, I know, because she was in the room with William. So I'm trying to figure out um, if Men in Black, because I'm pretty sure that Men in Black is William. I'm not sure why people are still trying to figure out if he's Logan or not. doesn't make any sense. So I'm just trying to figure out if Man in Black and he runs into the story he made where he uh, kills her and her child. He sees that um, her cornerstone is what keeps her alive after he, of course, stabs her and she goes running out and sees she's alive. I'm wondering if that's the point after all this time he's been coming back to the park, he realizes this could be the key to waking up the love of his life, Dolores, And this is why he's been dragging this woman into the barn, and not actually raping her, but possibly opening her up to see how far she has progressed over these years, to see how closer to human and sentient she's become. So that's what I'm thinking, because I think Maeve is a newer creation, because I did not see her in the old timelines, but somehow this ties in when he sees her, uh, she doesn't exactly just die and get ready to go rebuild, but she kind of stays
0: Hmm. I, well, um, Tim, what do you, what do you think about the burning up to be, uh, to move on? And then we'll,
2: we'll get into what Kim said. Well, Well, I, I, sorry. That's all right. Um, I think that she's right on, on online with pretty much how I'm thinking that Maeve definitely is a newer model because we said MIB, if we believe his story is that his wife died a year ago and his first reaction was to go hog wild and he killed Maeve. Now I believe that that was the beginning of Mave's storyline when she was built. And then when you see the, uh, the uh, Bernard flashbacks of we going into his memory banks, one of the conversations is him and Ford talking about when Maeve stabbed herself. So I feel like they rebuilt her with a different story and that's her probably one of her only, big uh memories to go back to now as far as the fire part of it i feel like that's now the next part after she she, that's like the i feel like that's the current present time and where she's with hector i don't think that they're gonna burn in there i feel like they they're in there it was like a sensual sexual scene and (laughs) no i feel no i really do i don't i don't think they're gonna burn i think they're gonna walk out of there because at one point it was the angle of the camera was from outside of the opening of the tent and then she kicks it and it engulfs that, that inside. But then at the end, it kind of went on the outside. I feel like something's going to happen. They're going to move. Possibly. I even thought maybe she, she burns her flesh off and Hector's flesh off to get another vertebrae to swap parts. I, I'm not, you know, that's like wild stuff, but, um, I don't think they're going to burn. So I, I can't really go past any, you know, anything like that. Interesting.
0: Okay. Interesting. I'm glad you thought differently. I think I just think definitely that's what I thought definitely is that um, she keeps on talking about the needing a total rebuild and that the way to do that is to burn herself up. But if you don't think so, because I've heard uh, there was another idea that's like she's trying to make a fire or distraction. I heard on another podcast or something, and I just kept on. Like Kim was saying, I was like, nah, they're just they need the total rebuild. But if you can see that too, it just goes to show how different you can see. As far as what you had brought up, um, Kim, I now I may be wrong about this. It may have been Clementine, but I thought that when Dolores was flashing back. Like 35 years ago, where I have a, another question about that, that if we're talking about the actual right times, but to, to when they were teaching them to dance, didn't Maeve, didn't one of the instructors, you know, employees say, Maeve, stay with your partner. She did.
1: So oh, good point. So Please. I think
0: that Maeve is not Maeve is an original. That's why, that's why I'm stricken to this point as to whether or not Ford knows what's going on with Maeve or he doesn't know what's going on with Maeve. So this whole idea that you guys were talking about in some way that she's newer or that, you know, I don't even, I'm not even quite sure that that was her that, that was not her cornerstone. I don't know if that was her cornerstone as much as it was a reflection of her becoming more sentient and further awakened by the reveries. Because the cornerstone is something that Ford creates, that the storytellers create. And that was an event that was created by the park. So I think more so it shows that the hosts are reacting to the trauma in the park, not the fake trauma that Ford is feeding into them. But, um, okay. So I had my turn. Kim had, I think we're going to give Kim her turn with the Maeve thing. So DJ,
2: what do you want to bring up? All right. I want to bring up pain. It's very interesting in this show. Um, it's talked about a lot and, it seems to be very intriguing that like, if you, uh, I started looking at it from different angles as we're progressing through the show. It was brought up that, uh, I believe Bernard had a conversation with Ford a couple episodes back about pain and comparing humans. And, you know, he says, why, why would that make me any different? I've, you know, Pain is just a program, and and it's you know a sensory thing going to a human's brain, similar to what a robot would interpret if it was programmed that way. So now I'm following the pain thing. This episode, we have a whole conversation with Dolores. She brings up pain, and she, with Bernard, when she's talking to her, she talks about the pain. All I, when he says, how you know what? We, what did you find? She said, all I found was pain and terror. Bernard brings up pain. And, um, even Maeve brings up pain. She, 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 I believe she enhanced it or she lowered it. I forget how it was, but she said she had too much when the men came around. So I believe she lowered it, but that seems like the only solid emotion that makes these hosts feel real. And all this, all the backstories all have to do with heartache and pain, you know, um, and, you know, to reset them, they're, 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 uh, what do we call it? What, do, uh, their cornerstone, their cornerstone, correct. They're all related to pain so that they start off with this feeling and it's, that's the only, I believe, true feeling that they know right now. And I think that the pain is going to be something that they, they're going to seek or latch onto. It, it just, I don't know how to really get it out but I, I I keep bringing it up so much and I, I just want to see if you guys noticed anything that, or you even picked up on any of that. Kim, what do you think?
1: Um, I think that's correct. And it kind of actually mirrors what makes them more human. Because if you think about it, um, almost what makes a human feel more real is when you start to experience pain and can kind of, measure that because if everything was joyful you wouldn't really know if uh, if you're really living because you wouldn't really know how to ch- cherish anything if you didn't feel lost so i think that kind of goes with how ford is trying to make them and it seems to me ford is trying to make them a little more close to um so i think that's a a big theme that we should keep an eye on because even dolores talks about how she's in so much pain And uh so I mean you hear a lot of the uh a lot of the hosts talking about pain, especially Dolores, I think.
0: Yeah, def I mean Tim, that is such a it's interesting because that is I was saying that um RF was gonna come over uh come over, come on the show. (laughs) He's gonna come over and play. Um he's gonna gonna come on the show (laughs) next week. And um one of the things that we were talking about is how, um, how Ford, in a way, it kind of represents the 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 religions of Abraham, the people of the book, um, uh, Christians, Muslims, Jews, who who, um, in a sense, God. It, God is this kind of all knowing, all seeing figure who has the ability to take your pain away. You know, I grew up Catholic and one of the things you say is um, Jesus takes, you know, take away the sins of the world. Right. And in Ford's world too, there is that idea of this. There is this original sin and that original sin seems to be when Dolores woke up and that has caused him to strengthen his grip on the host we're at the same time feeling as though he is some, uh, some God to them that, and they are greater almost, right? They can be greater than us because he can take their pain away, but they can only be great with him, right? Like if they obey him and that is where that pain and suffering comes through. Now, myself, um, Having grown up Catholic, but then I'm a Buddhist at this point in my life, Um, there's the idea that life is suffering and pain. And pain and suffering is the state in which all humans exist because we are really creatures of love and hate and evil and these things only exist in the absence of understanding and enlightenment and it seems to me that that is kind of what they're trying to get at with arnold but there is a catch there too it's not as though one is good and one is bad i don't think so because in the end arnold is unable to give what ford can give which is that he can he can't free them they have to free themselves But they are hosts, and he has to guide them. And then it seems like the pain is so overwhelming, and this is what Ford says to him in the lab there, that they wouldn't greet Bernard as some savior or something. That he would be seen as the captor, all that he's done to them. You know, so it's kind of like a catch-22.
2: He's guilting him.
0: Yeah, yeah he, he's guilting him, but he's, and it would it would probably wouldn't even be true. Well, I don't know about that because is that what we're going to see? Are we going to see that Dolores for that the conversation she had there with Bernard or or the program whatever she was talking to in that basement in her head or in the past? Maybe you know, I I mean I think you and I were talking about I know what you think, Kim, but that conversation where she says Arnold. Um, and he says you, and she says she killed him. It seems as though she is, she's talking to the program of Arnold that still exists. I think we all three think that, don't you think that Kim, that Arnold at this point is a program?
1: Yeah, I think he's a program. I also think at this point that Arnold, uh, may still be in existence somewhere. His consciousness is somewhere. Maybe even Ford doesn't know where it's at. Yeah. That's just me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh Well, let's yeah. I want to talk more about that, but let me just finish. uh, Let me just cap off what you were saying about the pain thing. Tim is that I do think that is so vitally important to the motivations. And I do think that's going to be the motivation behind Dolores in that Arnold can't give that to her. And she is, she's like, Because the methodology he used was almost to portray himself as a God and these voices in their head. So I think that it's hard for Dolores is kind of like enlightened to the point where nothing matters anymore. That if 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 she doesn't matter and this is all there is no escape and this is all just pain and suffering, then
2: let's just kill them all. Well. All right, Now, let me throw in a few quotes that I wrote down from the episode having to do with this. Bernard says in one of the first things after he flashes back and talking to Ford, a little trauma can be illuminating. Then the uh, Ford starts talking about humanity, and one of the next sequences you see, he's talking about humanity as a foul pe- pestilent uh, corruption. And it's almost as like he had a distaste of something. But when he describes in the later scene about when Bernard says, Arnold really built me, he says Arnold was the one who was seeking the consciousness. And it, it almost feels that like Ford wanted to build the fun part of the park because outside somehow sucked. He said, we killed everything. Yeah. Um, no, So maybe the, the uh, part Arnold built was the part that had pain and Ford just keeps taking it away because he, he doesn't want them to have that and Arnold knew mm. that that's the key to to awakening is feeling pain even you know even Bernard when he's hugging the kid says this uh, uh, this, this is uh, what did he say this is I was I long for this pain you know it's, there's a reason like they crave it they don't feel love. It seems they know how to have sex and they know how to, you know, sweet talk someone, but how do you program love? When I guess pain might be an easier thing to program. I, you know, I'm just taking a wild guess there. That's some deep shit DJ.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, you know, let's, uh, you know, that'd be great to talk with, with Arif and stuff. And that, uh, you know, I like that. We, we can really get in heavy on that.
0: Yeah, no, it's a very, it's a very vital point. Definitely. Um, Kim, it's your turn.
1: All right. So one of the things I wanted to talk about now that we're, we were discussing Arnold. um, I'm not so sure that we should be altogether convinced that Dolores killed Arnold. I know she said it, obviously. However, I'm starting to think we shouldn't always be altogether sure that the hosts have correct libraries or any of this stuff because they can be programmed a certain way. So we are seeing most of this show from the host's vantage point. Can't always take them as reliable narrators because, of course, Ford uh, is making a lot of their uh, their storylines. So
0: we're in... Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, I think he, that's a great point. I, I, I had, yeah. I had now, so what do you think, what would be, what would be, is that creating just another fake cornerstone and you think maybe Ford killed Arnold?
1: Well, here's the thing. I mean, it could still, I mean. It could still be Occam's razor, because, you know, it's it's handy, and Dolores could have just gone insane and shot up the whole entire town and then shot herself, and, and it included Arnold. But at the same time, there was also some theories I was uh, hearing that this is also possibly a way that, as the host became more sentient, um, that closer than they got to the maze, um, this was something that stopped them from getting too close. That because another thing I was noticing uh, with Teddy and Angela as, and Teddy started to realize, um, you know, he's uh, when Angela said no, you you, and he's like no, no, I didn't. She's like oh yes, you did. And suddenly he remembers. Yeah. It starting to look like maybe some of these hosts are starting to. And it's like wait a minute. That they're starting to remember things very strangely, and I'm wondering if they have something put in their head that um, is keeping them from realizing something, that something puts them in their stop them, that says maybe they were a part of the destruction of this town that was buried, and that stops them short. So I'm not altogether sure if what we got in Episode 9 is actually the, the complete answer, but I could be wrong.
0: I think that's a fascinating idea. You're right, because that is very interesting when um, Angela said... That's her name, right? Angela?
1: I think so. Okay. Or, you know, ex-Elon Musk, Miss Elon Musk. I don't know. I think it's Angela, though.
0: Okay. So when Angela talks to Teddy, right. And then I've heard some people say, was she rewriting his narrative? But it's like maybe... Yeah. But it's almost... See, that's where I just think how deep is Ford manipulating all this. And that's why I like your idea that, that this, it's almost like that shoot, that gun bat, that, I don't know, bludgeoning, whatever you're going to call it, that massacre that seems to have been taken place with Teddy and Dolores too, um, has, is blocking them in some way. Right. It is, yeah. it Is like, like Bernard's kid or whatever. It stops him from going deeper and understanding what really happened. And maybe just that never happened, or maybe that was a way. Cause it seems like that town was so idyllic and maybe this was at the point where they had all those nice stories and maybe this was the first time, They did the bad stories because even the way that people are reacting is it seemed more passionate than when they're running away in the streets of uh, of Sweetwater or whatever, you know? Yeah, they seem more shocked and surprised. Then I had the idea that maybe the reason why Teddy was involved is because Dolores kind of maved him and was like we've got to kill everyone and take everyone out. And then she kills herself and maybe Teddy kills him. Maybe she kills him or something. But the idea that that all never happened is an intriguing one. And the idea that, you know, she didn't kill Arnold either. And it's all, these are all just lies to keep them from seeing the truth is something that we have to accept because they've done that to us the whole season. What do you think, DJ?
2: It's real hard to confirm, without knowing which part of the time frame we're in, because when Ford says he's introducing Wyatt, it doesn't seem like that new time frame where he's talking about the new narrative he wants to build something that won't be a retrospective. So I'm thinking the Wyatt thing might be a little bit earlier than the the current timeline because it, it's very strange how Angela which actually is her name. Very, very awesome. Kim, If you know that um, she, she has that ability. Like she slices Ford and then hooks him up to that thing where he could have possibly got killed by, you know, with the horse, with the horse ran away and she speaks so differently than everybody else. Like she's almost unlocked possibly by Ford to, to mess with the narrative, to really mess with, with uh, MIB to like, you know, kind of get him out of the way without really getting him out of the way. Um, But if Ford was, if MIB was really such a threat to Ford, he's uh, shown us that he's killed two people so far. So like, why would MIB be so different? And does he, is it almost like a game for Ford that he wants MIB to, to get to the spot? And it, it, it makes it seem like, Maybe those things that Angela did to MIB weren't actually going to hurt him because they, you know, they did go. uh, Logan said previously that you can get a little roughed up, but you're never going to like get seriously hurt. And the, the knife face cut, apparently we saw that thing that could heal the face or heal the wounds. So I guess that that's not really too big a deal. So I don't know if she's broken Or, you know, or, or like with a different code or if she's actually doing what she's supposed to be doing. So it's Mm -hmm. real hard to tell with her, but the Teddy thing when he, she tells him, well, no, that really wasn't how it was. Is it, you know, I thought, A, is it possible that Teddy did both of those timelines? Um, Or he was, wrote over to believe that that was a possible timeline and she unlocked the real one. But if she was able to do that, she has to be awakened in some way. It, it's 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 very cool to know all that, but I feel like that stuff will be revealed possibly at the end of the finale or maybe even go into next season because they even had that in the background lurking was uh, Wyatt's guy with the, the mask and the horn on it which we don't even really know if it's a person, a gu- uh, you know, a guy. Um, cause it was like grunting and stuff. It didn't say anything. <laughs> so it, it, and then they were gone. So like, you know, did Ford come up and grab them? It, it, you know, it's a whole weird dynamic. Like where did they go? Yo,
0: know, yo, you bring something up interesting too, dude. They were like taking apart the other hosts and stuff like that. Almost like scavenging parts from them. Um, it, Yeah, I don't. uh, Okay, well, before we go too deep into that, what did you think about Kim's initial idea that Dolores did not kill Arnold? It it's plausible.
2: I mean, I could almost you know really uh, accept a lot anybody's you know uh, output outlook because there's so many loose ends in the show that they, that if like the, the writers could listen to this podcast and be like, that's great, Kim. And then write that next week. Like it's really like, it's so many uh, avenues to go that that could be, and maybe, you know, Arnold is using that guilt again, the, the, the pain feeling to say that to Dolores so that she feels bad. That's an
0: interesting idea that it's not mm -hmm. Ford that's manipulating. It's actually Arnold is manipulating her still.
2: Well, mm-hmm. I do believe that Arnold is escaped from a Bernard body and I'm not sure if Arnold originally looked like Bernard, but whoever his image is, which I think it, it his image talking to uh her at the end of last episode uh, I'm saying I'm sorry, at this episode when he said she said I killed you, that is to me certainly code because he he was We'll get into this later, but he was, he was dressed like a completely different thing. He kind of talked a little more fluid, um, and it was similar to those voices. Like, it wasn't like something I've, we would feel Ford would program in. So mm-hmm. I feel like like he's using – and when, our, when Ford awakened him in the scene, we see Bernard's first um, – his first vision when he says, wake up, and it's – he says, welcome back, my friend – which I'm going to assume is to comfort Bernard coming into the world. And then he says, we made you in, uh, we made you in our, in, we made you the way we wanted. So they obviously teamed up to make him. So possibly. No, dude.
0: No, I think it's pretty plain that Bernard that. Okay. So you're saying that, okay. In the show, Ford said, that he made bernard years later in the likeness of arnold mm-hmm. so are yeah, you he said but he
2: said we we made you but uh, i think as
0: he said we i think the because i uh, saw another, another podcast i saw something on reddit about that i think the we is more likely to be saying we made you as in we made this park, these robots, you, yes. I made you because Arnold was already dead, but I used his code and he lives on in this, you know, in everything that is made. I don't think that, I don't think, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. Maybe he made, but maybe he's lying. Do. You, but I don't, it doesn't, it seems to me that you're having a different translation of the show rather than theorizing
2: that Ford is lying about that. I, I'm just, I, I can't, I can't fully get on board with anything right now because I, it's just, there's too many loose ends and it could go anyway. And until they put us in like a concrete foundation a little bit, which I'm thinking will probably happen to- towards the end of next season that like we'll, we'll actually then be able to delve deeper into the, the heaviness of AI and what the, you know, implications of them, being in the world and consciousness, like really taking over. I think right now we're just getting like juicy, juicy tidbits, and I don't, I can't lock on to anything. I, I want to believe that we're all on the same page, and I feel that it's right with the time frames, but there's still a possibility in my inside of me that thinks that, you know, that might not be. So I watch it with like a full open. Mind, I i don't watch it with like saying, Yes, yep, that's exactly it. And look yeah, at that, that yeah. you know, that proved that because it's still nothing is really solid proof. Yeah, definitely. Cool,
0: I love this show, man. Is there anything else you want to add to your point, Kim?
1: Um, actually, I just want to uh comment on what he just said, you know, yeah. but um, the only way I can get on board with that sort of thing, uh, with the the we part as if for some strange reason, Arnold was like, okay, I love my creation so much that I would love to become a host. And for some strange reason, uh, it failed. And they, I don't know how they would contain Arnold's consciousness for so long. <laughs> Cause I mean, it's like the Bernard was built like forever after his death. And finally, somehow, Um, Ford was able to get his consciousness into this, and then all of a sudden Arnold's like, oh crap, this sucks, because I did not realize how much Ford was going to be able to control me, and then Arnold's forever trying to get out of this whole Bernard thing, because he's being controlled, um, and he did not have a clue how crappy it was going to be to be a host version of himself, because he doesn't have as much control, so that's about the only way I can get, get on board with that one, but I don't know if I would exactly enjoy the show if it was really arnold was like i love my host so much please kill me oh
0: hey but check this out (laughs) i i I think that's an interesting idea kim because you could this is the theory cast so we're going down the rabbit hole could it be (laughs) that in some way because look We see Ford at so many different times, okay? So, so far, we've seen, like, the old, like, CGI guy. He's running down the hall with Dolores. Then when he wakes Bernard up, he looks older. And then in the present day, he's how he is. I would just say Anthony Hopkins is, like, 78, 79 years old. So 30 years ago would have been when he was, like, around 50. And he looks to be a little bit younger than that when he's walking past Dolores down the hall and we are we are have been led to believe that that Arnold died like 34 years ago and then William came along like 30 or years ago and then we have the present time so I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get too crazy and start saying, hey, really, the park has been open a lot longer. Because then I, some people say, no, they said it was only, I put something on Reddit about that. And they're like, no, they said the park was only open like 40 something years ago. That was within the three years of when he was, um, when the park wasn't open and they were just building everyone. Um, so it, it could it be, I'm just supposing after that long rant. To take your idea, which I think is kind of interesting, actually, that they always had that plan. That was something that maybe that's the thing that Ford is really talking about. He's not talking about the host. He's talking about the transference of consciousness, which so many people have thought it will become a part of this show. And when Ar- when, Bernard, when Arnold died at the hands of Dolores or whatever, he did awaken uh, You know, and it was Bernard, but Ford decided not to let him be Arnold because he didn't want it to happen again. So we put another layer of programming over it to hide it. And he really is Arnold's consciousness. And then when he wakes up, this is the result. So, OK, that was a little uh, bit crazy
2: <laughs> not, th- th- that that goes well with her thing. Like I was actually thinking there's a possibility that they didn't have the right tech yet when Arnold died And Mm -hmm. somehow maybe like, uh, Ford was able to get his, his consciousness on a hard disc somewhere and (laughs) no, like that (laughs) it could have escaped into the code and, and it got lost or trapped in, in the system somehow. And he was, he's been watching Ford knowing how he is, watched him build Bernard. And there's a possibility that he's been waiting to get into Bernard.
1: Yeah.
2: Now that that gets blown out of the water with Bernard putting a gun to his head, if he doesn't <laughs> get rebuilt, blowing. yeah, I, you know it just this is his theory cast. So you know we put it out there. It's interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, can I just do? Let's do. Let Let's just do a quick um, round robin, and then I think it's like uh, I think it's like Tim's turn after this. But just really quick because you mentioned it um, without too much detail now. um, is, Bernard, is that the end of Jeffrey Wright on this show? Is Bernard, uh, Arnold, we're not going to see him anymore. Kim, yes or no?
2: No, absolutely not. He'll be back.
0: Okay. Kim? No, oh,
1: he'll be back.
0: Okay. I say the same thing. I say he'll be back. Maybe not as Bernard. Maybe as Arnold. Maybe as <laughs> Arnold, Arnold Bernard. Maybe <laughs> as Arnold. Not Arnold Bernard. As
1: Weber.
0: <laughs> maybe as Weber. Maybe as Low Weber. <laughs> Weber Lowe, that sounds good. That doesn't sound right. If he came back as a guy named Weber Lowe, he'd have like a eyes on shirt on and his collar up, you know, like with some boot shoes or whatever those are called. Um, All right. DJ Tim Hines, uh, do you have something you want to hit us with?
2: All right. I got two things. The first thing is something that really we don't need to discuss. I just want to bring up that something I kind of would like to know it's a silly thing, but I want confirmation on how the Wonka Vader works. And like we kind of saw it with with Helms Helmsworth going up, and then you see like that train moving thing like fly by, and I'm like, how does this work? I want to know. And and then Maeve pops up right behind Hector. I'm like, what the f? Like I need to know this. This is so, it's so OCD, but I need to know what that is because that would help me also put things into place, like how people pop up everywhere and how big this place is and how the hell they can get, you know, if it's many miles, they, they're right there. It, it, it's just kind of crazy. All right. But <laughs> that being said, uh, Hemsworth. All right. It, t- it, did you guys find it so annoyingly stupid, like a horror film? When he's like, oh, she's out there? All right, I'll go check it out. And he's by himself. When the last time they went out with like a whole squad with, with, with like machine guns in, in the first and second episode. And then he goes out with, with, uh, what, oh, what was the girl's name? Um, uh, Elsie. Elsie he goes out with Elsie the second time. when, And, and then she goes out by herself. And now he's by himself. Like, like really? Like, it, I don't know. I found that like to be super cheesy. And, if you didn't or did find it cheesy, which I'd like to know, who got him and what do you think the purpose of that was? What do you think, Kim?
1: Well, um, if I recall, like there was the time where, I don't know if they were in the, the super amazing elevator thingy, but when he was with Elsie and, and she made a point about the gun he was carrying, um, didn't, did he not have it in the scene where he's out there looking for her?
0: No, he did. He pointed the gun, but yeah, but the guy jumped from the other (laughs) side.
1: Oh, okay. So I I was like, why didn't you just pull that? But um, I don't. That scene was really weird because I'm wondering who these weird creatures are that came after him. And he, think other than I'm thinking maybe Elsie is not dead.
2: Well, it's definitely Ghost Nation that was the the guys that were attacking him.
1: Yeah. But I also nobody that's not hasn't watched American Horror Story is not going to get this. But I really wanted him to start yelling Croatoan at them and see if it would have worked.
2: <laughs> I never watched it.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> never uh, mind.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it is. I like your idea that that LC. Isn't dead. And I heard, I heard that on some podcasts, I think, or I had, that, I thought that was an interesting idea. Not that you took that from a podcast, but I'm just saying that I, uh, that idea is out there that maybe she reprogrammed them, um, to kind of grab him, uh, and not respond <laughs> yeah, or something, yeah. but maybe it's Ford cleaning up. Maybe it's, you know, I've been saying all along about Arnold being this, you know, lost in this system that maybe he's manipulating the narrative too. And that's why I don't know what to trust with Angela and Teddy yeah. and Wyatt and all that. And and even the maze popping up, it just, is that all Ford or is Arnold, the code, the the hive mind somehow manipulating the narrative as well? And he's taking out, but what's the, what would be the purpose of taking him out? He got nosy about Bernard and anything that happens to Bernard Ford knows about, right. Cause he can see it. Um, and he's just, and he worked, um, with Teresa. Right. Um, so, you know, what's the advantage to taking him out? That's why I found that scene to be kind of strange too. That's why I think the scene is more about them than it is about him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, what they're going to be
1: also the fact i mean you can't have be have killed Stubbs because i'm thinking how many people can disappear from this place yeah you can't just start on a killing spree they're gonna start wondering
0: yeah unless maybe that was the the host being built in the basement but
2: all that to replace Stubbs. you know what i'm saying he's he's the third
0: hemsworth for christ's sake
2: and wouldn't (laughs) it be odd like if he's missing and Elsie's on vacation and the, like no one else is gonna yeah. be like it was weird. It was that's a that good
1: entire point. department is just gone. And it and it happened so
2: <laughs> fast. Did you notice that? Like they just like everything else was like heavy and then they jammed that in like fast two minute scene if that and then it was off of that. So like it was really like like sprinkled in like just to be like I don't know like for us to be like. Maybe next season. Holy shit. Remember when that happened? Oh, you know, like one of those things. I'm you know, it was weird. Yeah, definitely.
0: I like yeah. that though, Tim, that's a good catch. And I definitely think that it's more about the ghost nation than it is about Hemsworth, you know, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I thought they were making a Teresa host and then all of a but sudden but she's it, laying on a platter. Someone has c- controls though, because they, they shut off the, the signal. Yeah, that's why I like what Kim said. I'm going, you know what? I'm going with what Kim said. I think it's Elsie because I love Elsie and I want her to be more in the show. And I didn't like her kind of like almost dying off screen. I don't consider this weird. That's why maybe he kept Bernard kept on going back to that memory. So could it be that Bernard? Oh, okay. So I'm going to just bust it out. I think it's my turn anyway tinfoil um <laughs> that's what i think about these they're play, we're still being played with with the time frames and the conversations that we saw with bernard and dolores in the secret room those conversations could be that was arnold but the things that they talk about Maybe she's always been having these conversations in her mind with Arnold, right? Like those none of those were real. It's just part of the maze, you know, and her remembering and all that. Or coming in contact with the AI Arnold. But it, is it possible that those conversations were not so far in the past and they were actually in the present? and And it's not MIB messing with her in the barn that set her off on this mission. It's that Bernard, or he already knew he was a host, and he was tricking Ford, and this whole game where he saw where he had Ford lead him down and tell him he was he was kind of baiting Ford into doing that to wake up parts of himself that he couldn't wake up, like his back door was Ford. He used him and that gunshot or whatever, we're going to find out was fake or something like that. And Bernard is going to go and meet up with MIB and Dolores. And that's my, that's, that's what I'm saying.
1: That
0: Bernard is awake and he's Arnold and he knows it and he's awake and we just haven't seen it. Now, Taking that, and he killed Teresa, but he couldn't. He couldn't stop himself because he he's not awake enough yet. Ford still has some
2: control over him. Oh. I I feel that we're not we're still seeing old time frames because if you look, I I've really been observing Bernard's clothes and the tripod, which in a flashback scene was once a biped, and. They have all different oh, okay. stuff on, and it and and that what you're saying like makes a lot of sense. Like like it's, uh, yeah. like we're we're gonna find out that I think that when the part where Bernard blew his brains out either was uh, a little bit before where he gets a rebuild, and then we're gonna see a scene that we didn't really even think was the future related to that, and we might not even. Like okay, that, you're going, you know, okay, hold we on, might be on, off, yeah. but we might be off on the timeline thing, like okay, the time okay. frame.
0: So you're, uh, you're you're saying in more than just that scene, you think that this? Uh, okay, I want to say that I understand this theory, and this is, kind, I guess, we should call this the loop theory. That yeah, this like that. same thing has happened so many times before, um. But I think that can get too tangential, yeah. so. I just think that it would almost be impossible for them. Uh, I don't know. I see where you're coming from, DJ. And it does kind of validate a little bit of what I was saying too. Um, but uh, yeah, that, but then invalidating it, it makes me think that maybe that's a little bit too complicated. You catch I mean, that Kim, do you know, you see what he's yeah. saying?
1: Yeah. The The only thing I can think with, uh, I was kind of getting the feeling that this might not be the first time that um Ford has had to have uh, Bernard possibly end himself. Uh, It almost seems like uh, maybe Bernard has gotten close uh, to figuring it out. And then maybe Bernard's like, oh, or Ford's like, oh, well, maybe he's closer to being more like Arnold and he gets disappointed or something. Um, And then maybe this isn't the first time Mm, that... Bernard
2: has had to end himself. That's uh, it. Uh, let, let, let me kind of back that up because I wrote it down. There, There's one scene. Bernard has no tie. There's another scene. He has no tie. And you see the, the tripod out. Then you see Bernard with his tie loosened in another scene. And he, and he has the, the vest and jacket on. Then you see, uh, the next the the uh, the scene inside that freeze inside that cold storage back room, he's got the tripod out, and Bernard is wearing. That's where he's wearing the tie loosened, and in the in the other one of the other scenes, he has the tie tightened. One of the other scenes, he has no tie on. Okay, and just then, hold
0: on one sec. When you say the other scenes, do you mean uh, the scenes when he's with Dolores?
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Well, okay. or. Or his uh, recall scenes with, with Ford when they're talking about the same thing they're talking about here. Ford says to him in another f- flashback that in the memory portion that, uh, that he explains to him this whole thing in a memory. It wasn't in that cold storage room that he explained the whole Arnold thing to him. So he told him this story before. He must have wiped him of it and... This I believe this he's trying to tweak it so that he gets Bernard right, and each time he says, "Bernard, you even taught me a lot of stuff, and it, it, there's a lot of little tweaks, and to top it off, at the end scene, we see when Dolores and Bernard are talking, Bernard has a shiny dress shirt, no tie, uh and no jacket okay
0: i'm I'm a little I have to say <sighs> myself just because um having worked in the business but also because having watched all these shows i'm always skeptical when the clothes variations or names. it's not like I mean, <laughs> it makes me a little skeptical so i dig what you're saying i'm not exactly on it as far as Unloosen ties go. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. I love the due diligence. Though. I was
1: just about to. I was just about to say that. I was like, I'm going to hire you for the continuity department in my yeah. next short film. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's. Um, I like that, but just knowing how often, like Kim says, continuity is. You don't edit like no but editor just, is going to edit for continuity. You just it's don't HBO. do it.
2: Oh, it's not. I no. Number. I
0: understand. Hey, look, I'm not denying it. The Nolan, like, yeah. this is big stuff. No, yeah. I'm not denying you're absolutely right. And there, you're very right in that there are definitely, definitely directors who, and that is very prevalent in film. I mean, that that's a, there's whole departments for that. And you're absolutely right. But I just question whether or not that would be my points of proof is what I'm saying. More so, I think the idea holds water within the confines of the way
2: they have been telling this story. That's all I'm trying well, to say. Uh, right. I'm trying to say that, like, it's a frame of reference to okay, maybe, okay. maybe create the timeline. Right. I, I, Time I, dig I dig it. I dig it.
1: Yeah, I think they do it more. They do it a little more, like, they don't do it as subtly. Like, Dolores, like, they usually do it pretty... Like she's got the dress all the way to her uh, like
0: the shooting her outfit
1: pants and even then like you can see with the blood where you know she was cut open by Logan so they usually do something a little more something you can catch easier
0: yes yes all
1: right yeah some of them not as easy as like Dolores in a blue dress i mean that's right. really bold but you can see some people have difference in uniform Right.
0: That's a cool one. Okay, cool. Um, have we all gone three times? Do we just want to kind of, um, open it up? I think we have, or did, was it? Yeah, I think we have, right?
1: Yeah, I think we did go. Oh, I'm it. cool. So... As far as I remember.
0: All right. I just want to bring up one correction because you had just mentioned it with Dolores. Um, in the last episode when Tim and I did the initial reaction, I think we were both a little confused, at least I knew I was, as to when I thought that Dolores seeing man in black in the church happened um, because she comes out and she says to him, William, you know, and I was just like, but wait, that can't be because the church was buried with William, but she's in the other clothes too. So I do think that 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 is the present time. I think that Man in Black heard from Angela, and when Angela and Teddy were talking about Escalante, and she said the city, um, the the buried city.
2: City under the sand. The
0: city under the sand, and he said, I know where that was, and then that's where he took off after he met up with Charlotte. Um, and by the way, I do want to mention, DJ, that the horse is a host, too, and it could have led up uh, and not strangled him, but. I oh, yeah.
2: I, I, I know. That's why, like you know, thinking either way. That's why I said before, like maybe her cutting him wasn't a, a breaking of her directive. Yeah,
0: I know. They've been a little and I have to say that whole thing has been a little iffy, too. But they have said the farther out you get to the park, it can get yes. really it can get really extreme, but you're not in real danger.
2: Right, so that that cut might have just been like, all right, we can heal that, or you know, the horse might not have right. ran, like it might have pretended to run. Then when or you're choking, you're right. dropped, you
0: or you're right, and she's on some different narrative or some different programming. That's yeah. what I mean. I mean, she question everything with this show.
1: She bashed his head against some rock. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was hard.
0: <laughs> Please, can we? If the 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 worst, I'm sorry, and you see it in every movie, and to me, it's almost become unforgivable. You could bang somebody's head against a rock and they will not pass out. They will just have a really bad headache and you can crack their skull. I hate but this shit. I'm, they still do it in movies well, when they knock the heads together. How do you know this? I mean,
1: cause I've knocked he, 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 my
0: head on a fucking rock,
2: but not the strength that that, that host pushed it into Dude, the rock. I'm just saying
0: people do <laughs> not have a pause knockout button. Like, no, in it's crazy.
1: Well, well, would you believe her if she, like, just put him in a rear naked choke and then we had to sit there for the entire minute and took for him to pass out? I know,
0: out? I know, I know. You're right, you're right. I'm being picky. I'm being
2: picky.
1: <laughs> it's um, fun, though. We
2: love it.
0: I just want, okay, so we are at about an hour. We, had, we want to kind of go into a free-for-all, and let's just do one thing and then let's get out because we, you know, we don't want to take up too much of people's time, and we'll probably end up doing another podcast this week or some who knows, maybe. I don't know. I like, the, I like the idea of doing like a talk show call um, after the finale. I'm going to think about that. But, um, okay, I would like to hear from you guys as succinctly as you can what you think um, Ford's narrative is and why he's doing it. And I want to start. Because said it.
2: Yes. I, I know I'm not as highly educated as most, but what does succinctly mean? Like, uh, are we supposed to say it at the same time?
0: No. S- succinctly means uh, um, a, uh, in a precise, more precise way. We don't have to bring in every aspect of, you know, just kind of like why he's doing it, you know? Like, succinctly means don't go on for 20 minutes.
2: Because I speak more in the host format. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, DJ. DJ Tim Hines listened while Axel spoke. Uh, I've just given you your directive. Um, okay. I still believe that the entire narrative is pushing Dolores. MIB to this original place and maybe even, um, uh, Bernard. I don't think Bernard anymore. Cause Bernard, I think Ford thinks Bernard is gone. I thought it was Bernard before, but I think like we were talking about before, I think Ford is trying to bring Arnold back. I think it is. He's totally sentimental. I think he knows that Arnold is trapped Somehow in the park, in the system, in and he's like this independent AI, and he has been kind of battling with him, but I think that this is Ford's plan all along, and all this Wyatt shit and bringing back the, the, the horror of that first massacre is on purpose to awaken the hosts, the originals, and get them back together, uh, and that's what I think, so... Kim, what do you think?
1: Um, Actually, I was along similar lines. I think, of course, he's going to resurrect and he's going to try to make the similar narrative of the uh, town. However, I think what he's discounted, I don't think the man in black actually possibly figures in. I'm not sure how he was supposed to be part of the plan. But even though uh, he's trying to get Arnold back, I think uh, his whole problem was, especially when he's talking to the, his um, robotic version of his son, um, when he was kind of confused as the Arnold told him uh, to kill the dog, that what he hasn't figured out is that Arnold might actually be already into to um, some of these original hosts. So um, he might get a big surprise when he starts to city up and realizes all these hosts, that the original hosts that are rising up, Um, and he's recreating this narrative are actually going to be his downfall because Arnold is going to come back, but it's in the form of all these hosts that he uh, had a hand in
2: creating. Okay. DJ. All right. This is a little uh, crackpot tinfoil hat out there, but I feel that uh, Ford doesn't know the extent of the Arnold thing. He thinks it's some glitches. I don't think he really even thinks Arnold's still in the programming and I feel that Ford, when he mentions that to uh, Charlotte, this will not be a retrospective. I think that was the clue that he's trying to build future world and that when Dolores talks about the flood, the flood is going to come right through that valley and that he's going to destroy what was there. And there's going to be something that happens because Arnold's around and there'll be some kind of conflict. But Ford's plan, I feel, is he's building future world. Oh, so cool. he's destroying everything.
1: Oh, that would yep. make more sense if he the flood comes through and destroys that town that's been buried. That'd be a lot. Now, more
2: now serious. I thought of that for a while, and I as on in our group, someone had mentioned the possibility maybe every season is going to be. Uh, you know, one of the like they had Roman world and whatnot. Make maybe yeah. we might see them moving around. And that's you know that's a little out there, but I, even you know my theory's out there, but that's further out there. But I I don't know. I just feel like Ford's unhappy with what's happening and the way they're trying to change his stuff. That he's gonna wipe it out and start fresh.
0: That I th- that is really interesting. Then 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 you think that MIB and William. This is just. He's just a dude, and that whole story is separate from the narrative.
1: Yes. yes.
0: Then, and you think that all the stuff with Wyatt and all that is just to try to kind of like keep him playing along while he breaks up the new narrative to destroy everything.
2: See, Wyatt, I can't get into Wyatt yet because I'm still hung up on like five different things that the Wyatt storyline could be. Um, oh. So, like that—that's the Wyatt thing—is weird. It came out of nowhere. And we've no, don't Wyatt. we don't know it We don't know. All we've seen was an image in Teddy's brain, which was a memory. So how could, if Wyatt was new, what, what the hell is he having memories of all these other things happening? So like Wyatt must have been there for a while. So like that's why I still can't figure out Wyatt. So I, I can't hmm. go into that. Okay, That's
1: because Wyatt is Dolores.
0: Yeah, I do. Th- I think that's true. I think it, I, well, I think it's just a cover
2: for that so, massacre.
1: Yeah.
2: Is this like yeah. a, a transgender then? Like it would be
1: No, he just he decided to make up a story, but you make the best stories are built on truth. Yeah. So whoever supposedly killed Arnold and who in this episode it was told to us it would be Dolores who killed Arnold, which I'm not exactly 100% sure it was. That would make Dolores this Wyatt person. So he just made up Wyatt and based it on the person who killed Arnold.
0: That's in, and I, yeah. that's, this, that's cool. The show yeah. is awesome. And that kind of hides it too, right? That high, it's like a double, you know, like fricking uh, inception and stuff. A dream within oh, a dream, yeah. you know, like it's not only did she, so to cover that. It's the massacre, and to cover that, it's the Wyatt, and it's just, like, so confused. So when you think you've uncovered the truth, you've really just uncovered another lie and another way for him to control them.
2: Are we um, going to possibly see Wyatt, like, that doesn't see himself out of Dolores's body? Like, he might think it's a man, and he, lo- you know, he's uh, actually yeah. he won't come out of Dolores' <laughs> body.
1: <No, no, laughs> it would be so weird. Yeah,
2: it, it could, it, it's, this show is amazing. For, like, I really am serious. I could go any way.
1: I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Just uncover uh, that. I don't you know, either. Just but like, it's you yeah. know it
2: just could. Everything's possible.
1: Yeah. Just like Angela was like, oh, you don't remember you shot that guy? Well, sorry, you're wrong. You did. And then all of a sudden he realizes he did. Yeah. That's... And then just like, <laughs> yeah.
0: So that would be interesting though, DJ, that you put it that like a, a weird shot like that. But I, I don't know. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the reason. I still I mean, I had this theory a while back that MIB is a host and we're going to see William die. And then the reason why Ford is kind of leading him back and Dolores back and all that is because that's that is where Ford saw the pathway to con to transfer of consciousness. And he thinks somehow he can either bring Arnold back or ex- and then we had talked about Heath had the idea too, about like him extending his life. Um, it's just amazing that we can have so many of these, these different ideas about this show. And I know there's a, been some, you know, I've re- even read more and I've heard a lot of podcasts talking about it, about the whole theory culture. It's a little hard for us to talk about it when the show is called theory cast. That's what we do. <laughs> We enjoy it. I don't think it ruins the show because I always just, you know, I guess I had to learn how to watch because I have admitted that there was, you know, some episodes of Game of Thrones last year. I was watching too much for the idea and not enough for the show. Um, But I think I learned my lesson. I haven't found that this year with this show. I really do enjoy just watching it. And if I watch when I usually do a rewatch, that's when I kind of pause it or write something down. And the first time I just watch it all the way through, I don't talk or anything, you know,
2: it's funny you say that. Cause, uh, Kim, I don't know if you know this, but we, you know, we both are part of the small council podcast. So I used to go by my first viewing with my notebook and then rewatch it for fun. This show I've been, since I, I wasn't really a part of this until, you know, Heath had to drop out a couple of times that I was just watching it. And then I started watching it and then taking notes like the last few weeks. So it's, it is a much better experience that way. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. think that there's too many theories that are out there because every all three of us are watching the same show and we all saying different things and we're all in agreement that they're plausible. So, you know, that's amazing. And, you know, I, di- I, I didn't listen to any podcasts this week, um, but I can see how people... Some people don't want this. Some people like watching TV and being told by what's the actions on the screen of what is actually happening. They don't want to think about what possibly could happen or you know a, a mystery part of the show, and th- that's fine. Some people like that. We like gravitate towards this kind of show because with Lost, Game of Thrones, like this is the stuff we we like to think and and expand mm-hmm. these thoughts. So like it, I I can't say that. You know, I'm sick of any theories, and I love them. I love hearing wacky stuff, and this show leaves it open that it could happen.
1: Yeah, well, I always, I did one TV show podcast, and I always the first watch I always did just for fun because I always knew there could be that possibility. In the second time, I would do for notes, but every time I heard in every podcast where everybody's like, you know, it was almost like spoilers. I was just like rolling my eyes. It's like, nobody is forcing a podcast into your ears. Nine episodes in, you should have learned your lesson by now and stopped.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't agree with the, um, uh, the idea that it's spoilers. And I think it's, it's, I mean, look, there are people, I think that there are maybe some critics who get stuff early or some people who pirate or somehow, you know, especially when Uh, Or set visits and stuff like that. There are spoilers out there. And then there are some people who craft their theories based on a spoiler. And in Game of Thrones, that's why I really don't go on like the Reddit or anything in Game of Thrones. Because they'll bring something back from the first book that they never talked about. And then it'll be in next season. Mm -hmm. You know? And they did that so many times. And it kind of started getting on my nerves when some people would be like, well, they're probably not going to do this. but And then they did it. (laughs) So I kind of got sick of that,
2: you know, to your credit, though, it's been, like you said, almost a decade of doing podcasts that we know what we even don't want to hear would be a spoiler. We don't like even going into this podcast. I didn't watch the upcoming or listen to any other podcast because I don't want to be swayed by that to me is a spoiler. Uh, So you think other podcasts are a spoiler. (laughs) No, no, no. Not the other pockets. I'm sorry. I'm just saying like, I didn't listen to them to to sway my opinion, but, um, like the previously on, I mean, the, the, uh, the preview that like, to me, that's a, that's even a, that would just to see one scene could shift my whole theory. I agree. I agree. I think
0: that people should not, I, Tim, this is what I agree with. And this is where I said, um, I really like, um, uh, decoding Westworld with Joanna Robinson and David Chen. I've been enjoying that.
1: Yeah, and I, I like them.
0: But I don't listen to their Game of Thrones podcast anymore. And the reason why is, I've said this before, is I think that they, uh, I think it's specifically Joanna. She knows so much, and that's her job. She's like, She works for Vanity Fair. She interviews these people. She, she knows about set stuff. She knows about casting. So I think when you do know stuff, when you do watch like all of the clips that they provide and all of this stuff, and we did this and lost, and then you try not to have it incorporated into your ideas. It's impossible.
2: It's super impossible. It's super
0: impossible. And people are not that good liars, especially when you're on a podcast being casual. So, um... I'm not saying that, oh, if you saw the preview, you know, I didn't even ask Kim if you saw the preview. Maybe you did. I
1: did. But, I did.
0: Okay, so now, oh, now we know. You probably spoiled it. It's a little. I
1: actually did not. You did not hear a single thing. Okay. Like nothing. That no, I, I'm just yeah. kidding.
0: I don't care. I'm not. But that's the other thing. It's not like I'm going to get, like, I'm going to hate you or something. It's just my, it's like we'll, you said. We'll I don't know. Yeah, well, it's going to take a long time. It's going <laughs> to sound weird.
1: I'm just going to,
0: Tim, can you just do like a 100? Mm-hmm, yeah, Axel. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, Axel, okay. perfect.
0: There you go. No, um,
1: the preview couldn't even give answers to any of our well, theories. Yeah, so I've, we're not even close.
0: Yeah, i found <laughs> um i found, I mean, the best previews of all time were Mad Men. I don't know if you guys watch Mad Men, but it would be like, hello, and a door would open, a door would close, a light would turn <laughs> on, and it would be like, you'd it, they they used to make jokes about it because they didn't want, you know, he, he hated, um, uh, Matthew Weiner hated like giving out any details but anyway long story short um, I don't think Reddit or ideas is really is spoilers I think spoilers is like facts from the show set visits people watch the episode before it was released you know but yeah. um, that's why I that's why I like um, bald move did Game of Thrones season one and then they talk about it like they never saw it and then they do a part at the end where they talked about it, like they had seen it. But if you had seen the show and you listened to them, talk about it, they were kind of making allusions to, it. they were trying not to, but I'm just saying, it's like, it's kind of, you'd have to be a host is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's so, impossible. Yeah. You really, you really
2: can't, you can't like do it. Free think when you know something yes. is going to
0: happen. It's good. You're right. Cause you're going to use that cornerstone, that idea, that, that photo you saw, you know what I mean? So. But it's, it's all just fun. beyond
1: me how you can not but like stay off Reddit. Just I mean, I I was yeah. slow to catch up to this show five episodes in, and I did not see a single thing about Westworld.
2: Yeah, like, that's true. Why yeah.
1: you make it so hard on yourself? I don't even <laughs> use that Reddit. website
2: because they they spelled Reddit wrong. Yeah, that's true.
0: They did. <laughs> you know what I think it would be? I'd love to if there was a Reddit and they disabled comments. That would be. <laughs> that's. Like it takes whenever you read something, there'll be like this serious article, and then someone will just say like blurp, and then the next fifty uh replies are like bebop, woo woo and it just <laughs> it just descends. So it's like if DJ Tim Hines was doing all the commenting. Oh. <laughs> Love you, baby. All right. Um, all right, let's wrap it up. Okay. Final any final predictions, just things you want to shout out. Um, Kim.
1: Um, I just, I just, I feel like the host, I just feel very bad for them. That's all I got to say every time I watch it. I know some people don't have an emotional connection to the host yet for some strange reason, but I just honestly feel terrible for the host.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they are not free. They are just being used it is pretty terrible uh dj tim Hines.
2: oh boy um i don't have anything else to say we were on the you know the initial reaction we did this i got a lot of stuff out there um i want to say thanks to kim that was awesome that you came and joined us i, I also shout out to the westworld theory cast uh facebook group cuz it's been getting like I'm almost sad that it's coming to an end because it's picked up so much steam in the last five episodes that there's a lot of people contributing and writing stuff and replying and commenting. And I love it. I'm really grateful for that. And uh, I'm happy we're doing this. Thank you, Axel for making that happen. Awesome.
0: Yes. Well, thank you again, Kim for coming on. Um, Thank you, DJ for coming on. Uh, Thank you, Axel for being me. And, uh, (laughs) I appreciate everyone listening. Give us some iTunes review. I want to try to hit 50. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. Tell everybody, tell your friends. I'm really most fascinated to see how we are sitting here a week from now speculating on season two. Um, because I just want to see, are we going to be happy and say, wow, they really wrapped this up and propelled us into a whole new story. Or are we going to be like, why didn't they just tell us MIB was William? Why didn't they? You know what I mean? Like, are we still going to kind of be asking a lot of the same questions going into next season? And also, I'm interested to see, does anybody die? Um, I think, Kim, you, th- you thought that Ford might not make it out. Um, does MIB make it out? Does, uh, are we, if there are two timelines, are we going to continue with both of them? Are we going to lose William? Um, if it is MIB, so I, I don't know, I think they they have a lot of directions and I kind of think even though it sounds crazy, I kind of like that future world idea. DJ Tim Hines. Yeah, baby. I kind of <laughs> like it. I kind of like it. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Westworld DVR on Twitter, uh, Westworld theory cast, our Facebook group, Westworld VR at gmail.com. Thank you all so much. Thank you also very much to Tom, UK designer, uh, Tom underscore UK underscore designer for our awesome logo. Um, I think that has brought a lot of people in. We re- I look at it all the time and people say, what an awesome logo. I love it. Check us out on YouTube, YouTube, baby. We're, we're hip. We're happening. And also don't forget to say howdy to your mom for me. <laughs> oh, All right, that was awesome.